If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus, The Ten Virgins, Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 through 13. The theme, keep watch and stay alert, because we don't know when Jesus will return. The context, Jesus was discoursing on end times events and what to expect will happen. Matthew 25, verse 1. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went out with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. The Second Advent of Jesus Christ The scriptural setting of this parable finds itself surrounded by eschatology or end times teaching by our Lord Jesus. The primary audience Jesus was speaking to at the time was the Jews about his second advent or his second return. The phrase Jesus makes in verse 1, At that time the kingdom of heaven will be like. That time Jesus was referring to is alluding to to the manner in which Jesus returns in the future. It will be like a thief in the night. 
taking the whole world by total surprise. Matthew 24, verse 26 to 35. Luke chapter 17, verse 22 to 25. So Jesus is explaining the dynamics of his return back to earth to rule and reign. Revelation chapter 11, verse 15 to 19. Jesus gave more examples of how so many people will be taken by surprise by comparing his coming with the past judgments of Noah's flood and Sodom's destruction. Matthew 24, verse 36 to 41. Luke chapter 17, verse 26 to 37. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. The Marriage Ceremony Jewish weddings had two phases. The bridegroom went first to the bride's home to obtain his bride and observe religious ceremonies. Then he would take his bride to his own home to continue the festivities. I don't believe this parable is talking about the church or the rapture, but I would like to briefly reference the marriage supper of the Lamb and the Bride of Christ. The scriptures often uses marriage as an analogy to describe his return. The return of Jesus in receiving his bride into himself is a precious revelation we hold dear. Matthew 9 verse 15, John 3 29. Ephesians 5:25 to verse 32, Revelation 19 verse 7 to 9, and chapter 21 verse 9 through 14. As Christians, I believe that we are now engaged or pledged to be married to Jesus in the future. Romans 8:23, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 20 to 28, 2 Corinthians 1:22, Ephesians 1 verse 13 to 14. In Bible times, being pledged to be married was almost as binding as actually being married. Exodus 22:16, Deuteronomy 22 verse 23 to 29, Matthew 1 verse 18 to 19. Friendship with the world under Satan's dominion is considered spiritual adultery. James 4 verse 4 through 6. The same language was used of Israel and her unfaithfulness to God by engaging in adultery. Ezekiel 6:9, chapter 16 verse 23 to 42, Hosea 1 verse 1 through 2. Matthew chapter 12, verse 39 to 42. 2 Corinthians 11, 2. I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promise you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. But I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Having oil in our lamps. Oil in the Bible is a symbol for the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon the people of God. Under the Old Testament, the prophet, priest, and king were anointed to serve in an office. Exodus 29.7, Leviticus 8.12, Judges 14 verse 5 through 6, 1 Samuel 16.13. Under the New Covenant, every born-again believer has received an anointing of the Holy Spirit. John 4 verse 13 to 14. John chapter 14 verse 15 to 17, Romans 8 15, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12, chapter 3 verse 16 to 17, and chapter 6 verse 19 to 20. Oil is often used as a symbol to represent the yoke destroying anointing ministered to the sick. Isaiah 10 27, Mark chapter 6 verse 13, James 5 14. The anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit in manifestation for ministry. 
as we see in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 through 3, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19, chapter 5, verse 17, chapter 24, verse 49, John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39, Acts 1 8, and Acts chapter 10, verse 38. The primary point of the five virgins having the oil speaks of being prepared and ready, and the others who did not acquire oil for their lamps were careless and foolish. The secondary application could be drawn from this parable, where those who had the oil could represent those who will be born again as a result of having the Holy Spirit within them. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6-7 through Without the Holy Spirit within us, we would not be saved or ready for the Lord's return. Romans 8, verse 9, 1 John 2, verse 20. In the parable, the words in verse 13, I tell you the truth, I don't know you, are chilling words. There will be many people who will die in their sins, having never received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, many of whom were very religious, thinking that they were right with God, but they were deceived. Proverbs 14.12, Matthew 7, verse 15 to 27, Luke 13.28, John 5, verse 36 to 40, chapter 8, verse 23 to 24, Romans chapter 10, verse 1 through 4, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17 to 19, 2 Timothy 3.5, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. Expecting and prepared for his return. Matthew 25, verse 13. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. This last sentence, given by Jesus, is the driving point of the whole parable. Even though this parable speaks to the Jews during the tribulation period and the second return of Jesus, it still has application for us in the church today as we wait for the catching away or the rapture. According to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35 to 58, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. We too, like the five virgins in this parable, can find ourselves caught off guard and unprepared. No one knows the exact timing of the second advent or the rapture of the church. Matthew 24, verse 44 and verse 50. Luke 12, verse 40 and verse 46. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35 to 58. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. But we can have a concept of its drawing near and being eminent. Matthew 16, verse 2 through 3, and chapter 24, verse 32 to 35. The message of staying sharp, alert, and awake is mentioned throughout the New Testament. End times teaching is a very important aspect to our Christian faith. Colossians 1.27 It motivates us to stay faithful, diligent, and obedient to the call and will of God for our lives. Philippians 3, verse 20 to 21 1 Timothy 6.14, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 through 8, Titus 2.13, 1 John chapter 3, verse 2 through 3, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4, But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. The greatest danger for Christians today is to grow weary in doing good and give up. 
Matthew 24, verse 9 through 14, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 through 13, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 and verse 11, chapter 10, verse 35 to 39, and chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. When Jesus gave the parable of the persistent widow, he made an amazing statement in reference to his returning. In Luke chapter 18, verse 8, in 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9, 2 John, verse 8, Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you will be rewarded fully. For Christians to fall asleep in the faith is to be caught up in the world system, distracted. It is a dangerous thing to have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. I'm talking about lukewarm or carnal Christians. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1-4 through 4, and Revelation 3.16. To persist in this state will render a person out of touch and oblivious to the Lord's return. Romans 13 verse 11 to 14 and Revelation 3.3. The wise and foolish servant in Matthew chapter 24 verse 45 to 51 showed the penalty of living in sin. Being asleep in the light speaks of spiritual dullness, apathy, and lethargy. We are to work out our salvation with fear and trembling not mess with the things of God. 2 Corinthians 5.11, Philippians 2.12, Hebrews 12 verse 28 to 29, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 through 11. Finally, in Mark chapter 13 verse 35, Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.